back, back, back again. Back again. Back. Guess who's back? Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back, people? What's up, people? Guess who's back? Yes, I know it's been some time. You're like, did she just check in? Absolutely, I sure did. Welcome back. It's your girl, Crystal Worthy, checking in for Worthy Chick Chat. Worthy Chic Chat. <laughs> worthy Chic Chat. You know what we say, it's a double entendre. It's about who, where you're from, who you with. Where you're from, who you with. Checking back in, people. It's been a minute. O-M-G. Life can happen, okay? Life can happen. Um, but I'll get to those details and let you guys know, like, where you been? What's been going on? Haven't heard from you. Guess what, people? The most important thing in this life is, guess what? Drum roll. You. Y-O-U. <laughs> Y-O-U. So, I'll tell you about where I've been and what's been happening and what's going on and like what's really going on. Oh my God, everything is in the news. Everything has been in the news. I know I've missed a lot. Um, There's been a lot that's been happening that I personally haven't addressed, but I know that you all have had your fair share of good news, fair share of not so good news, devastating news, and I'm breathing and living. Here I am. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, we're here. Um, but anyway, it's been so much going on, especially in the news. And we'll touch up on some of those topics today and talk about the latest. But oh my God, Kobe. Mm, mm, mm. What a tragic um, accident that happened and took the life of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, um, as they were on their way uh, from, I guess, the accident happened actually in Calabasas. And uh, the day that I found out about what happened, I was just so amazed. Um, I've got family that live out that live out in uh, California over by um, the actual um, canyons where the accident happened. And I immediately called like, did you hear anything? I mean, like, did you hear a boom? Did you hear a sound? Like, did you hear something? And they absolutely had no idea what was going on. Um, And so it was just very sad. I was actually supposed to fly out to Los Angeles that week and be there and I'm kind of glad I didn't go it was a very somber uh, time I understand the city was just in great mourning this entire world was just um, in mourning so many prayers continued prayers we've got to really lift that family up Um, Kobe's wife his two daughters um, his parents his sisters um, who I found out were my sorority sisters by the way Um, but You know, just so many prayers to that family and just, you know, let's continue to live out Kobe's legacy. You know, let's live out the legacy. He shared his life with us. He shared a a lot with us. And okay, should I mention it? But, you know, it's like, okay, let's all talk about the elephant in the room. Gail, (laughs) I'm not going to dog Gail. So let me just be clear. I won't be one on here dogging out my sister. Um, but it's a time and a place for everything. It's a time and a place to dress everything. And I do understand that some of the information media can be tricky, um, you know, kind of try to the way that things were edited, you know, as I take it the way that some things were edited. So we weren't there. I wasn't there. Um, but let he that is without seeing cast the first stone. We have all, here's what I told some people. Guess what? 
We have all been gale. You know what I'm talking about, people, especially my ple- my people, my people, my African-American people in the, in, in, in the hood. Soon as somebody die, y'all want to know things that are just not important or you want to discuss things that are not important. You'd be like, oh, I heard he died. Did you know, Jim? you know, uh, uh, you know, you know, you know, Fred died up around the street. Somebody else like, yeah, but I heard he wasn't that good. He got five baby mamas. And da-da. so y'all know y'all do it. Okay. Even the old folks do it. They be like, oh, Junebug, I heard he died. Yeah. Well, you know, that boy went to prison. You know, he, nobody really just says, oh, God bless them. Oh, he had a good life, you know? Oh, and then people ask the most weird questions like, you know, sometimes it's not even appropriate to ask how someone died. But, you know, people even after the funerals, whatever, how they look, how they look in that casket or, you know, how was the funeral? I find myself asking that a lot. And I'm like, I got to stop doing it. But I don't know what else to ask. How was the funeral? Like, what are you supposed to say? It was amazing. Although there are some just amazing funerals. Um, But anyway. Everybody get Gail. Give, let's give, let's give Gail, our sister, a break because the media wants nothing else but to continue to tarnish her. Now, Gail, Oprah, you know, kind of got to be careful a lot of times because sometimes money can start to change and give you a little air and you feel like you can kind of say a little bit of whatever, right? We have to remember that we're all human. We're all human. We all have emotions and feelings and especially when it comes to death, everyone deals with death differently. So let's get to where have I been? Actually, that's what has happened. I, um, if you have been following the stories and I had been talking about, um, my very, 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 one of my very best friends, um, that is very much has been like my sister for umpteen years, decades. It's, you know, my, my go-to person, one of the, my go-tos, but we, we were extremely close and she lost her battle. Oh my gosh. So clearly I've got to tell everyone I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back doing my podcast Friday, every Friday evening. Don't call my phone. (laughs) My podcast is back 6 p.m. Worthy chick chat, worthy chic chat. You know, we say it's a double entendre. I'm back. (laughs) Anyway, listen, I am back. Where did I leave off? The phone was ringing. I was telling you about where I've been, um, my best friend, and that was actually her daughter calling from, you know, coming home from school, um, doing her check-in with Auntie Crystal. Um, But, you know, just to let you guys know, I am, sometimes you have to step back from some things in life and take care of the things that are most important. Um... And so I took a bit of a break, not because I I just was like out here losing my mind, but I took a bit of a break because there are some people that are most important to me, um, including myself. And so I was being pulled in so many, so many different directions. And my main priority was to take care of um, my friend who was battling um, stage for lung cancer. I found out it was four. She didn't tell me it was four until I found out. But um, battling stage four lung cancer and her condition progressed. 
Um, and sub- subsequent, subsequently, um, she has gone on now to be with the Lord. And so she leaves behind a 13 year old daughter. And if any of you know my story, if you've read my story, if you know that I've got a book out, um, life of a worthy chick, um, go and check it out. It's on Amazon. <laughs> go check it out. Life of worthy chick on Amazon. But I basically talk about, um, my life and my, my experience. And so what I did not expect to happen, God has a way, Ooh, Lord Jesus, he has a way of doing some things. Um, what I did not expect was that I was going to have to relive a part of my life to help somebody else. Yeah. That's deep, isn't it? But anyway, read the book. I won't go back. I won't go that deep into it. But what I will say is that I learned so much from that. And I was like, I've got to take this stuff on the podcast. I'm like, I've got to, you know, share um, some some things on the podcast. And it just so happened when Kobe died and everyone was so impacted. I said, well, this is the best time. You know, this is the best time. Oh, by the way, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. Some people probably just walking around with Valentine's Day on their heads or whatever. I'm not a big Valentine's Day person, but I am a big love person. I love, I love, I love, and I love hard. And sometimes it bites me in the butt, but it's worth it. It's really worth it because I believe I got a big reward coming my way one day because I love so hard. Um, so happy Valentine's Day. We'll talk about that a little bit more. There's some other things that are going on on Valentine's Day. Valentine's. Valentine's. You know, some people put the M in there. Val- Valentine's Day. Um, but anyway, Valentine's Day is a day that, you know, we should express love. But we should express love every day. We should be, you know, be loving folks and being kind and being considerate. And being forgiving and sometimes looking past certain things like Gail's comment. (laughs) Um, But, you know, going back to my situation and to Kobe's situation, um, Kobe's life and legacy and his daughter's life and legacy. Life is important, people. It's so valuable. It's so important. And I'm I'm sure that there are um, people that Kobe was close to that they probably wish, gosh, I wish I would have spent a little bit more time with him. Why? I wish I would have spent more time with Gigi. Oh, I wish I would have had this time and that time. And, you know, we never know the day or the hour. We never know the time. And so I've been away because I wanted to embrace that time. And I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I did. Now, you know, in, in phases of grief, and I believe I'm on my way completely out of this phase. But what I learned about grief at a very, very young age two things it taught me one is to go through it do not stagnate your grief for anybody I promise you and so that was a a, a reason why I kind of just stepped back spent the close time with my friend taking care of her daughter and saying hey you know I've got a business to run and I've got some other things I could be doing you know including the podcast um and their business meetings and people that wanted to meet with me and I kind of put some things on hold because what was most important to me to me was that time and so I learned that at a a very young age is to take that time embrace that time um embrace embrace the grieving process um and so I learned that I learned to embrace the grieving process so that was one and then the second thing that I learned um second thing that I learned is outside of just 
embracing the grieving process is that it's these phases you go through phases you know there's um there's all kind of phases to grief there is the angry phase i think i'll probably be there next week <laughs> but um there's the guilt there's sadness there's you know um there's all types of different things that you can get actually go through there's a one a one to five grieving stages list i don't have it in front of me but anyway i got my own my own um information um but so what i i have regrets yes oh my god the guilt stage hit me it was kind of like oh maybe i should have come home sooner and Oh, I should have forced her to take these trips. We would want to go on trips. My friend's name is Kimberly. Oh, my God. Kimberly, Kim. Um, But she would want, I would want her to go and travel. Like, get out. Let's see the world. Let's travel. And she worked, work, 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 work. And I was like, girl, look, those bills are going to get paid. Like, if you don't stop. So I took a couple of trips, um within the last couple of years, went on the Tom Joyner cruise, which was amazing. And I tried to get her to go with me and I couldn't get her to go with me for anything in the world. So there's one regret that we didn't travel together. And I have other close friends. I have another best friend that lives in California and we'll travel together. Um, And I've got other close friends who will travel, but we didn't have an opportunity to travel together. So my regret is that I didn't force her and be like, oh, you're going, oh, you are going, you're going today. Um, that's a regret. And then the other regret is that sometimes when you have quite a few friends, I'm, a, I'm an outgoing person. So I've got friends, I've got sisters, I've got sisters, I've got people that I just love on, that I love them. They love me back. Everybody doesn't have a large amount of friends. And so for this friend, she had other friends. She had other friends, but there's levels to this. <laughs> right there's levels to this stuff um but there's levels to friendship as there should be now everyone that probably feels that they real close to me they not that close trust me um there's levels to this you know I have people that are my inner circle and then there's an outer circle and then you know there's associates but for my friend she had me she had me she had me she had um as far as friendship she had family members she had sisters um but as far as a very close friend, like we shared everything, everything. Like that's why, you know, her mom used to say, you guys are sisters. You, oh my God, it's ridiculous. You're sisters. We would fuss at each other. We'd argue, hang up the phone. I'm not talking to you. Um, but, and actually that didn't start into the cancer. So if you are um, trying to be a caregiver for a loved one that has cancer, if you are um, friends with someone or family members that have cancer. Cancer a lot of times can take over their brain. They'll tell you, oh, it's a chemo brain, Um, but it can alter also their personality sometimes. So Kim and I over the last couple of years got into some arguments and then one of them, mm, I'll go there another time. But anyway, (laughs) um, there were some influences with that one. But you know, there's, there's, their 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 personality can kind of change just a little bit my friend got feisty she got really really like knuck knuck if you buck she never used to be even a cusser oh lord she cussed so much that i started cussing oh my god she cussed so much i had to cuss her back out so (laughs) lord forgive me i'm getting my tongue right i promise you i am but it it she 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 did that she did that um but anyway she um 
we had some arguments here and there over the last few years and we were just sisters. We loved each other very hard. And so what my regret was, and I'm like, we'll get to the point, but my regret really was the fact that I, I feel like sometimes I spent so much time with other friends that it was like, yeah, she might've said, no, I don't want to go there. Or, no, I don't want to do that. And yes, I could have forced her, but sometimes I just now wish that I just could would have just sat and be like, okay, I don't have to go to that. Okay, I don't want to go to that. You and I will just do something. You and I will just go. We'll just go, you know. Um, because I didn't realize at the time that I realize now that, um, you know, she she was very private. She was very private. And so although there may have been a few other people that, you know, we were like two peas in a pot. <laughs> two peas in a pot hilarious um even so much that my life has now changed that my niece I now have mommy duty mommy auntie mommy duties so I have a 13 year old girl on my hands and baby when I tell you yes Lord, but she's amazing. Heather, you've heard Heather on the show before. We've talked a couple times. She'll be back. She's definitely going to be back on the show because she is just a superstar. She is a superstar. So I am um, even more stronger now, a part of her life. And, you know, the greatest thing I can say is, is that we never go through things um, just for us. And so what I identified during this time was wow what I had to go through at a young age losing my mom at 12 it was never about me it was about this timing right now being with this young girl going through the same fight very similar guys her mom was a single mom my mom was a single mom my mom and I were so close just like the two of them it 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 was and someone said to me are you okay And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Like when I'm in fight mode, I'm in fight mode. I just keep going. Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. Like what's, what's wrong? And they, it wasn't until they said it to me, like you're repeating this. You're repeating your life all over again. You're so close in, you're repeating it. And I guess at the time I did not, I didn't see it that way. I none of my old emotions came. Only thing that happened was, um, the day it happened, I said to her, look at me. I I told her daughter after her mom passed, I said, look at me. I want you to look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And she looked at me and she was crying and she looked at me. And I said, every time you look at me, I want you to know I'm not perfect. I said, but God has taken care of me every step of the way. And I'm here. Decades later, I'm here. God has taken care of me. And I wanted her to know that. I wanted her to know that. I wish there was somebody at my time of grief that they could have been like, you see me? Okay. I'm breathing. I'm alive. I made it. I made it. And so that's kind of what I said to her. That's kind of just the example I'm trying to set for her. And ironically, just, oh my God, God just, he's amazing. But I was writing the book at I was writing the book and had no idea that all of this was going to happen. So the book now is dedicated to Heather Renee Harris. (laughs) Um, It's dedicated to Heather 
and um, she is excited. I'm like, you're going to be a superstar one way or another, I guess. Um, But she's excited. She's excited. So enough about that. Enough about, hey, what's going on in your life? Why are you telling your whole entire life on a podcast? (laughs) Because it's going to help somebody. It's going to help somebody. I pray that it does encourage somebody. It helps someone to know that, um, you know, you are important and you're so important that you have to take the time for yourself. There are people important in your life that you need to take the time and spend the time with them. People, I don't know if you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up all of the news and um, information now, but guess what, guys? If you have not noticed, we're in some strange times. You know, some people are saying, oh, this is the last days. But God says, you know, not the day or the hour. Um but these are some strange times and I don't know if I got any Bible readers out there, any Bible, Bible thumpers, Bible, I can't even talk today, any Bible thumpers out there or even just anybody that is aware of what has been written. And these times have been written, people, and we cannot, you know, you don't have to go to church. That's fine. But you need to open up, crack. you better crack open that book so you can understand the times that we are in. Um Yes. So we can understand the times that we're in because China now has the epidemic. The United States has now the epidemic and we're all looking at um, the <laughs> some people call it the Corona. <laughs> I said the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, the Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing. With. But anyway, um, looking at that, this virus is out here. And so we need to be cautious and you know people are being quarantined and i'm not going to spread any fake news so guess what i won't go um any further with that until i pull up my news articles and see exactly what has um been taking place and i'll quote that information because the last thing that we ever want to do is to cause anyone to go into fear we don't live in fear i don't live in fear i don't live in fear like i might get scared of something but live there like to stay there now that's not going to happen so um Hang on one second. This process might take longer depending on the size of your database. Okay, people. Well, whatever. Anyway, on to other news. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just be careful out there. Wash your hands. Wash your hands wash your hands i don't recommend using that air thing in the bathrooms okay really if you can avoid public bathrooms i would say avoid public bathrooms avoid a lot of um large public spaces with a bunch of people that could be just be coughing and sneezing and all of that and i have to admit let me admit this oh my god oh my god i'm gonna admit it though i'm i'm gonna admit it because i'm human we're all human and i think when we can start talking about the human side of us the issues we have even when it comes to something outside of our race and how we have to check our spirits and check ourselves so yesterday i had to take someone to the airport okay so you i don't know if you know i am back in my home city i'm in detroit (laughs) (laughs) anyway I love my city I do but um anyway that's another segment I'd love to be on the beach somewhere anyway um so I had to go to the airport yesterday and I don't know how I missed the regular ticket counter so I started walking towards like the international ticket counter and I'm walking down there and I'm like (gasps) 
okay, I'm going to turn around. Because <laughs> right? all I could think in my head was international, corona, Wu-Tang Clan virus. Um, so anyway, I turned around and then I get on the elevator and someone's like, hey, hi, you're getting on the elevator? And I'm like, oh yeah, sure, let me get on the elevator. And it's like three or four people. And I get on the elevator and I look up. This is nothing to do. Let me get my disclaimer first, okay? I love all people, all races, all, all colors, uh, creeds, you know, like I, I love all people. But the news has put some fear in us, okay? So now I see how people be with black people, especially when it was the whatever, what, what was that thing called that came over from Africa? I think it was um, the Ebola virus. Yeah. And they was looking at all of us like, oh, they African Ebola. I'm like, I don't have, you know, like, excuse me, I'm black. So I'm guilty of it because I was on the elevator and there were some people that came from the international area and they were of Asian descent. Now they could have come from anywhere, but my brain started playing tricks on me and I just froze. I, I felt like the white, <laughs> I really felt like the white woman that says, um, I don't know those people <laughs> on the color purple. I don't know those people. Like how she got so scared when it was a bunch of black people that came around and she just froze and she didn't want nobody to drive her car. I don't know those people. So that was me the other day. I was kind of like, oh, oh, oh my goodness. And my sister says, Crystal, they're from America. Calm down. And I'm like, Okay, but where they come from? I don't know those people. Anyway, don't tell nobody that. <laughs> but anyway, I think it's I think it is good conversation. We have to start being able to have those conversations with people of other races and nationalities. That's how we become comfortable with each other. Like, I thought you were, but you're not. And where did I get that from? I've watched too much TV and that's what happened. So it made me think. You know, it's like somebody saying, okay, I thought you liked chicken. <laughs> I thought you like it fried with sliced watermelon. Girl, bye. No, I don't. So anyway, it's good that we can have those conversations. So that was my admitting my problem that I had the other day. And I got over it and I was fine. But I, I really kind of hated the media because I'm like, now y'all going to have everybody looking at every Asian person. They not even from China. This person's probably from Japan. And somebody put, don't go to the nail salons, messing with the China people. They're Korean. So some people are from Korea. Some people are from the Philippines. Like how ignorant is that? But it made me really see just how ignorant we can be, right? How ignorant we can be. So that's um something that we definitely all I think have to work on I'm just going I'm just sharing my time and that I had in my experience and um yeah but listen we've got so much to catch up on and so much to talk about probably not gonna hold you too long today but I wanted to step in so you guys are like where is she at like she just started this this welcome to my living room then she kicked us out the living room like you kicked us out the living room you don't want us in your living room by the way I'm not in the living room today I'm still working so not in the living room today I'm just kind of pulled up the laptop and I'm out here um working on this beautiful valentine's day this valentine's day so listen people I'm gonna play some little valentine's love music for you let's see if we got a little Jill Scott love 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 or maybe comment never knew a love love 
like this before. Anyway, listen, come right back. We've got some beauty tips, ladies. You know, it is Valentine's Day. Um, and some things we want to talk about. There's some things on sale in the store and a little bit more entertainment news, but I won't be before you long. Anyway, come right back in. Come back and check in the living room. It's worthy chick chat, worthy chic chat. We are back. We're back, baby. We're back. Hey, they say I'm crazy, but you got me up in my way. Come on, Jill. What? They say I'm bugging. Ooh, this is Jill Scott on this Valentine's Day. Hey. The way you got me open, baby. What? 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 Come on in this living room, y'all. Remember how your grandparents just caught the living room music on? Come on, baby. What? Hey. They all sit and wonder why. What? What? What is it then? What is it, people? This Valentine's Day just drives y'all crazy. It's love. But you know what? They say that I'm bugging. Oh, God. Oh, I'm chirping. Ooh, that's that Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Anyway, what's up, people? You are back in the living room with Crystal Worthy, Worthy Chick Chat, Worthy Chic Chat. And they're like, this girl just, whatever, got books. She's doing books. She, since you're doing too much, you ain't doing enough. Anyway, I got a little cash doll in me. Y'all pray for me, okay? I am from Detroit, and I am back in my city, so I'm so excited to be back in the city of Detroit born and raised here and there is nobody like a Detroiter okay we are like built tough okay um but I'm back I'm excited to be back in my city um you know I'd love to be on the beach somewhere else as long as I can hop on a plane I'll be fine okay um but anyway come on back into the living room we got so much to talk about um I won't be before you long because it is Valentine's Day it's Valentine's Day which is going to lead me into one of my um topics before we close but I wanted to talk to you about what's going on in somewhat of the news Wakanda's back how many of you know Wakanda's back like Wakanda forever right (laughs) anyway listen um Harriet Tubman the great Harriet Tubman a good way to combine and by the way Black History Month how could I forget that I'm excited about Valentine's Day Kobe well Kobe Bryant was Black History Month period Kobe Bryant just took the whole month of February this is Kobe month okay this is Kobe History Month And there's a lot to learn from the Kobe um, History Month. But Harriet Tubman is going to be on the face of um, a bank credit card. (laughs) Somebody's like, what? Harriet Tubman's going to be where? Yeah. So, you know, there was an opportunity for Harriet Tubman to be 
on the $10 bill, $5 bill. Well, I can't figure out which bill that was. But anyway, she's now going to be on a debit card. So we have um, Harriet Tubman who has, um, well, she ain't did nothing because she's been dead for a while. But anyway, One United Bank wants to represent. So the chief operating officer, which is Terry Williams, um, basically they came up with a concept to put Harriet Tubman on this credit card um, design and it has been in the works, they said, since 2016. I guess they're getting a little pushback, like, why would you use Harriet Tubman? Why would you put the black person? And Terry basically saying, um, because we can. And she's basically saying that we are unapologetically black. We black. We black, I'm black, and she's asking, why are there not black people on money? Why are we not on the money? But anyway, um, so that's going to be exciting, people. I think it's good when you, um, when we, let me say, it is good for us to embrace our culture. So many other people are able to freely embrace their culture. But why is it as soon as we do something, this question? Good Lord. But I think it's good. And I think it empowers other cultures, the Hispanic culture to be empowered to, you know, open up banks and do different things. And I'm sure that they've got tons of stuff that they've done. I love my Hispanic brothers and sisters. Like we family, we cousins anyway. Um, but even the, the, the Asians and the Indians and a lot of those cultures already are very close. I lived in an Indian population and they are very close. I, I, I watched them for a while and they take um, walks in the evening. The men get together and they go walking and then um, they take family walks. And sometimes you see where the woman walks like in front of them and they have dinner time. So it's at like a certain time, boom, everything shuts down. They are at dinner. So I just love culture. And I think that um, the African-American culture, leave us alone. Like, dang, we've been robbed of so much. Like, just let us do it. Afro picks and all. But anyway, um, so I'm excited, excited to see that. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of One United Bank, but look it up, okay? Um, and then this Valentine's Day, this Valentine's Day. And let me, let me digress for a couple of minutes um, and just give you just, you know, a little bit more news about um, Kobe and his wife. So we there was a tweet today um, from Vanessa Bryant. Um, actually, you know, we know that this is a very emotional um, B-Day and she just pretty much was stating that um, missing you so much. I am missing you. Uh, so much today and uh, to my forever Valentine I love you and um, so many prayers to Vanessa this Valentine's Day people is it's hard on people it's hard um, even the young kids it's hard on them so my niece we were having a conversation last night I hope she doesn't get me for sharing this but we were having a conversation last night and she said she didn't say she didn't want to go to school, but she was just like, yeah, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. So mm, anyway, um, and I guess at a certain time, the kids were going to be passing out cards. And she said, well, I don't think I'm getting anything. I don't think anybody's going to pass out a card. And so I said to her, I said, OK, and, and she says, well, I don't think I'm getting anything. I said, OK, and and auntie, nobody's going nobody likes me. I said, OK, and um, do you like yourself? Yeah. Do you love yourself? Yeah. 
Okay, well, auntie is going to show you how to love yourself. Girl, you better love on yourself. I told them when I said, yeah, this is my Muslim holiday. They said, what? <laughs> she just saying that everybody, if you know me, you know I'm bona fide Christian. Um, but I said, this is my Muslim holiday. Like the Muslims don't like Christmas, right? And I love Christmas. I've got Muslim friends. They don't like Christmas. And I'm like, hey, we live over here in my Christmas tree. We're, we're good over here. Okay. We, I celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa. Hey, you don't like it? Fine. But I'm just really not the Valentine's Day person. I'm the love person. And so I guess to me, it's like, yeah, you can display that heart and you can buy heart candy and you can buy roses and all of these things. But when the day is over with, are you still going to love? Mm, Might drop. Boom. Are you still going to love? Are you still going to love? Is it going to be agape love? Is it going to be that godly love? Is it? Oh, see, I'm going into my whole other segment here. Let me stick back on this entertainment. Let me get back on this entertainment before I go into my whole tizzy. Um, but anyway, I'll share with you in a few minutes about how we're going to go and love on ourselves today. Um, but speaking of love, you also have someone that decided, hmm, I'm going to love myself. <laughs> Girl, Maya. So Maya... Um, reveal pictures of herself in a wedding dress and Instagram went freaking crazy and so Maya told everyone that she was going to reveal her wedding partner on Valentine's Day Valentine's Day she's so what she did is she revealed herself um, it looks like she's dropping a music video called the truth where she plays um, a bride and so she basically got everybody. Everybody was talking, Maya got married. Oh my God, Maya got married. Um, so anyway, it just is amazing how I'm pretty sure her, her song is going to talk about loving herself. Loving you is easy cause you're beautiful and everything that you do is all because of you. Anyway. I'm a little scratchy today, but love yourself, love yourself. So we're going to get into that. But ladies, um, have you been in the store lately? I am. First of all, let me tell y'all something, <laughs> but I am putting some new things in the store. Springtime is going to be lit, but there are, we have a Valentine's day sale going on today that you don't want to miss. We've got a nice red fedora hat. That is amazing. Um, we've got some African jewelry for Black History Month. Um, we've got some dresses on sale. We've got some things, honey, that will get you ready to go for the springtime. Okay, so check that out. I'll be adding some new um, items to the store. And we're just going to have some fun this year with some colors. Colors and accessories. These hats, let me tell you this. As a, Here's my entrepreneur segment. And this is... Um, the the worthy chick um what did i call it before i called it worthy chick i don't know anyway boss moves anyway worthy chick boss moves worthy chick business oh that was it worthy chick biz see this is how you're entrepreneur this is how you come up with stuff you're like okay okay that one works that one no but worthy chick biz listen I will be starting a segment. It's going to call, be called Worthy Chick Biz. Um, I'll be linking that to my LinkedIn page because a lot of people want to know my insight because my background is in advertising and marketing and I specialize in digital advertising. So when I started this business and developed my brand of Worthy Chick and I started this boutique, let me tell you this. 
I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know nothing. I didn't know. I just, but God knew. God knew. He's been teaching me all along the way. Oh, I probably didn't call so many names in the book. Anyway, girl, but you got to have tough skin to be an entrepreneur, you know. And the worst thing is that people will try to tear your business apart. People that ain't never built nothing a day in their life. They ain't built nothing. Still sitting in the kitchen. They, 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 they will just tear your business apart. Why you ain't got this? Why you don't have that? This is, this, is, this is not right. This is this. So I've improved. I'm growing. I'm learning. I'm improving. And I'm still excited about my business. Okay. Um, but anyway, I learned a lot. So a lot of uh, products, you know, my products come from some of anywhere. I have products that come from um, several states in the United States. And then I have products that come um, from overseas. And some products come from China. Okay. And so um, some of the products that I was waiting on or, you know, looking to get or whatever, the epidemic happened, the government shut some stuff down. And so my China friends, I got shout out to my friends in China. If they even listen to me, hello. Hi. Hi. I don't want to mess up no names, but Wong and Chi T and, um, Hey Kai. Anyway, listen, so I, I talked to them we, um, you know, we were always kind of communicating via email or WhatsApp or, you know, sending videos and communicating with each other. But anyway, um, their government shut them down. They had a holiday and then the government shut them down. And, you know, all of these things are going on and we have to be sympathetic. OK, so I'm I'm a sympathetic person. Like I didn't just start. Where's my stuff? Like people are over there dying, like people, are, their families are being taken away to um, um, I'm, I can't find the word right now, but anyway, they're, um, being contained. So, yeah. And so you have to be a little, you know, try to be a little sensitive about what someone else is going through. I sometimes get inboxes from people at four o'clock in the morning, um, or just hate mail, you know, I needed my stuff for this and I needed this. I need it right now. What was that commercial? But anyway, um, you know, so my business kind of, oh, it took a little bit of a, a, a hit, but it was good because God showed me how to redirect some things and how to come back, you know, um, up with different products and just what to do. God is amazing. Okay. When God tells you to do something and he tells you to go into business or he tells you to start something, be obedient and do it and don't ask questions. Ouch, 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 ouch. I just got my answer to something. Um, because we never know what's on the other side of that. We never know what else he could be calling us to do. We don't never know the purpose of it. And so I was obedient and I started this business. And um, some days it's like, whoa, oh my God, I took that one product and it's selling like hotcakes. And then some days be like, hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? I wonder where you are. Like, I don't, it's nothing. And so, especially when the China epidemic hurt, I was up all night, like, what am I going to do? But, you know, all you do is just ask God. And I just, I'm thankful that I have a relationship with the Father to show me what to do. Okay. So it's just been um, amazing, you know. So just to show, share with you a little bit of worthy 
chick biz, chic biz, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, um, just to share that with you. So go in the store, check out some stuff because I've been working all night long. Like I've missed sleep all last week. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep. And so when they told me we're starting the ship, oh, good. Okay, now we'll be on the porch and getting bleached down. I'm just, just, I'm really not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. But anyway, um, those areas are not even affected by the virus. So, which is great. But anyway, moving forward, ladies, if you're getting ready for tonight's date, there are a few hot, hot beauty items and secrets. Now, I don't know. I personally love this. And I don't know if you have stopped into, um, I go, this is how I ended up going there because little Heather loves pink. So I went into the pink store and pink has this brown sugar body scrub. Oh my God. It is amazing. It is the sweetest smell. Um, and it is just amazing. So ladies gift yourself. Okay. Go and gift yourself. You don't need to wait for anybody um, to gift you, you can just go ahead and take yourself out to dinner and get a gift for yourself. Okay. Um, and then there's sale on all type of lingerie and underwear. Buy it for yourself. Don't you like to look pretty at night? I do. I like to look pretty at night. I haven't been looking pretty these nights since I've relocated. Mm, yeah. But anyway, I like to look pretty at night. And so let me go back to you and then I'm going to close out because I've got to take a 13 year old out and I've got to show her how to love on herself. So our conversation yesterday really went back into, do you love yourself? And I told her, this is what I want you to do when you wake up in the morning. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say, God made me. I am beautiful inside and out. I said, that is your affirmation every day. I want you in the mirror and I want you to say that because you have to believe. And I'm saying this to all of you and even to myself, you have to believe without a shadow of a doubt that you are beautiful inside or out. It doesn't matter. Maybe there are some outside flaws. Maybe there are some things you can correct. Maybe some things that you can't correct. Okay. Um, and you're still beautiful. That's just how God made you. He made you beautiful. Okay. Rather, what's you no, know, whatever size you are, you're beautiful. Now, if you choose to lose the weight, then lose the weight. But you better ask God to, if you're supposed to lose that weight. Here's the joke side joke. Excuse me. I've been doing this keto diet. And people on the keto diet, women are saying, now they wanted to lose weight. They wanted to lose weight. But you got women on the keto diet and they're getting pregnant. Oh my God, it's hilarious. It's hilarious to me because I'm like, did you want to get pregnant? You might have should have kept that weight on you. And then I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you can't kick me off my own show, so forget it. But then sometimes I see people that's like, oh, look at my before and after pictures because they feel that they were so fat. And a lot of times it's in our head. And sometimes maybe you were fat. She was probably big. She was a big girl. But she showed her before and after. And I was like, oh, mmm. You should have kept the weight on. Like, the face was sunk in and they just did not look pretty. And she was a pretty fat girl. I've seen some pretty big, voluptuous women. And everybody is not meant to be skinny. So, we have to love ourselves from the inside, outside. And then there are women that...
Okay. So, this time it was the California kid. It was my son. Um, people stop calling my phone. Stop calling my phone. Don't call my phone. Don't call my phone. Anyway, I'm going to silence it the next podcast because I'm almost done. But what I was saying to you is beauty inside and out. Some women are beautiful on the outside, pretty face, bubbly personality. Oh, everyone loves me. La, 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 la. But their soul stinks. I'm going to say it again. Their soul stinks. God is smelling and he's got an aroma and a whiff. And if you know the Lord and you're close to him, you can smell it too. You be like, mm, sis, yeah, you, you're cute on the outside, but you're not, you're hateful on the inside. You're angry on the inside. You're bitter on the inside. You, you've got unforgiveness on the inside. You've got all this trash on the inside because you have been with 5,500 men. Anyway, okay, I won't go there. That's another topic. But you've got to know that you are beautiful inward and outward, outward. And if you're not, correct it. If you're not, change it. But for you and for God, first of all, consult God. Lord, should I lose some weight? Do you want me to lose some weight here? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, mm, my soul stink. It's a little funky. Well, what should I change? What, should, what do I need to work on? You didn't like when I responded to that person like that? What well, they got on my nerves? I kind of said two cuss words. Okay, so well, I might have said five. Oh, you didn't like that. This power, life, and death is power of the tongue. Let me correct myself. Okay, so that's what we have to do. We have to work on it. But the last thing that you got to do, baby girl, is wait for anybody else to love you. Do not do that. And so... I've got to take someone out today to show them a little bit more about loving themselves. And you don't wait on it. You love yourself. When people see that you love you, they'd be like, oh, shoot. Because now, guess what? I have bought my own flowers, my own perfume. I buy, I, you know, I, I, I like to treat myself often as much as I possibly can. So, but I, I probably made it a little hard for some people to be like, I kinda, what, do I, what do I get her? What do I buy her? I love flowers. Just give me some flowers. Don't buy me no dandelions and don't buy me no carnations. Cause yeah. But anyway, love yourself people. And guess what about love? Love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't boast, you know, the scripture. So be patient with yourself. If you're trying to lose weight, be patient with yourself. If you're trying to change something about yourself, be patient with yourself. Don't, I think women in social media has it all twisted. We beat ourselves up all the time. And then a lot of women are like, but I'm not married. I'm not married. I haven't married. I do not cry about it. I really don't. Um, I, I don't. And um, I still desire it. It is a desire of my heart but God is working on the desires of my heart and I'm going to continue to work on Crystal while he's continuing to work on Crystal so that's the thing it's just you know don't dwell so much in it's a day it's a one day people it's one day go put on some red lipstick and go sit down somewhere you know Um, but love yourself you got to love you you got to love you loving yourself inward and outward so what if you don't have a boyfriend today so what if you don't have a husband today it doesn't matter you've got you and you've got life and you've got breath in your body I don't think my friend probably would care less about Valentine's Day today I think she would wish that she had life and could be here with her child yeah 
So let's put some things in perspective, okay? And let's live life. Let's have fun and live life and love on ourselves and love on the people that matter most to us. So maybe it's not about you today. Go get your grandma. Go take her out to dinner. Go get your friend that probably, you know, is always in the dump on Valentine's Day. Girl, come on, we're going to have a, a, a Galentine's Day. Is that what they call it? Um, or even a, a good male friend. Maybe he doesn't have a girlfriend and you guys are just, just friends. Like, go out. <gasps> Excuse me. Have a good time. Enjoy yourselves. Spend time with the people that love you. This life is so short. This timing is so short. And we have to embrace not only ourselves, but one another. Um, and guess what? The husband's going to come, maybe. And if he doesn't, love yourself. Why? Because you're worthy and you're worth it. You're so worth it. So listen, I got to go because she's probably going to call my phone again. And she already said, Auntie, I think I want some chocolates. So she doesn't even know. I'm about to take her to go to this, this little um, bakery. And they've got chocolate covered strawberries and all the little stuff that, you know, she likes to pick out. So we're going to go do that. And she doesn't need a manicure pedicure because she already got that done. Spoil, spoil rotten. But anyway, we're going to find some little girly things to do and um, go have fun and enjoy one another and just spread the love. So... On this beautiful Valentine's Day in Fight the Power, Black History Month, have fun. Enjoy yourselves. Know that you are worthy. Know that you are worth it. Know that you are worth it. Know that you are worth it. I had to tell myself that several times today because some things came my way and I was like, uh, 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 I'm worth it. Anyway, it's your girl, Crystal Worthy. I'm signing out for Worthy Chick Chat. Worthy Chic Chat. You know, we say it's a double entendre. Where you from, who you would. Don't forget to check out the store. And um, I will see you back next week, Friday, 6 p.m. in the living room. That's what's up. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Good morning. Good morning. Good Sunday morning. Good morning, people. Yes, it's your girl, Crystal Worthy, checking in for the Sunday edition of Worthy Chick Chat. Oh my God, I don't know what God is doing. Let me just say that. So here's my disclaimer I am being obedient. <laughs> when I tell you, when God tells you to do something, just do it. You just do it. So I will now be recording um, and coming to you live. Does that even make sense? But anyway, we'll be doing the podcast on Friday. And now, drum roll. Ba, 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 ba. That's not a drum. But Sunday. Sunday. Good Sunday morning, people. I really don't know if it's going to be Sunday morning. But it will be on Sunday that you are able to tune in and listen to the Sunday edition of Worthy Chick Chat. I just know that um, we're at a time right now, people, where if there's a call on your life, you just better move quickly and move forward. So the Sunday edition, you know, if you've listened to the show before, we talk about entertainment and fashion and news, but I usually have some type of uh, twist to it to where you definitely know that I'm a Christian. 
you definitely know that I love the Lord because I talk about it all the time in my show. Um, but I just feel that there's so many different ways to minister now. And so the Lord just basically told me, you can have that. I let you do that. You can talk about the latest this and the latest that. And that's good because it's going to definitely, um, you know, catch people's attention. People think, you know, living this uh, godly life is stale and you're oh so perfect. <laughs> Another disclaimer, I am not <laughs> perfect by far. Um, the Bible says we sin daily, right? And so we're, we need to repent daily. Um, so, but I just got grace and mercy. I believe that you do too. But what God has just been showing me is that, okay, that's all good. And we need to do that. But I've got to go a little bit deeper. I've got to go deeper in what God has given me. So I don't know the structure of this. I don't. It, this is just raw, rare form. I still have on my pajamas today. <laughs> But that's not how we're going to be moving forward. I just see this thing taking off and I hope that you're with me. So stay tuned um, for Worthy Chick Chat, the Sunday edition. Now, fellas, come on in the room. Come on in the room. I don't know if we're in the living room or what yet, but <laughs> come on in the room. Okay, because we need you here. This is everyone here. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever it is, whatever you are, whatever set you claiming, <laughs> come on in the room. We got to talk. See you in a second. Good morning. Good morning. Good Sunday morning. Good morning, people. Yes, it's your girl, Crystal Worthy, checking in for the Sunday edition of Worthy Chick Chat. Oh my God, I don't know what God is doing. Let me just say that. So here's my disclaimer I am being obedient. <laughs> when I tell you, when God tells you to do something, just do it. You just do it. So I will now be recording um, and coming to you live. Does that even make sense? But anyway, we'll be doing the podcast on Friday. And now, drum roll. That's not a drum. But Sunday. Sunday. Good Sunday morning, people. I really don't know if it's going to be Sunday morning. But it will be on Sunday that you are able to tune in and listen to the Sunday edition of Worthy Chick Chat. I just know that um, we're at a time right now, people, where if there's a call on your life, you just better move quickly and move forward. So the Sunday edition, you know, if you've listened to the show before, we talk about entertainment and fashion and news, but I usually have some type of uh, twist to it to where you definitely know that I'm a Christian. You definitely know that I love the Lord because I talk about it all the time in my show. Um, but I just feel that there's so many different ways to minister now. And so the Lord just basically told me, you can have that. I let you do that. You can talk about the latest this and the latest that. And that's good because it's going to definitely, um, you know, catch people's attention. People think, you know, living this uh, godly life is stale. And you're oh so perfect. Another disclaimer, I am not perfect 
by far. Um, the Bible says we sin daily, right? And so we're, we need to repent daily. Um, so, but I just got grace and mercy. I believe that you do too. But what God has just been showing me is that, okay, that's all good. And we need to do that. But I've got to go a little bit deeper. I've got to go deeper in what God has given me. So I don't know the structure of this. I don't. It, this is just raw, rare form. I still have on my pajamas today. <laughs> But that's not how we're going to be moving forward. I just see this thing taking off and I hope that you're with me. So stay tuned um, for Worthy Chick Chat, the Sunday edition. Now, fellas, come on in the room. Come on in the room. I don't know if we're in the living room or what yet, but <laughs> come on in the room. Okay, because we need you here. This is everyone here. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, whatever it is, whatever you are, whatever set you claiming, <laughs> come on in the room. We got to talk. See you in a second. We're back. Come on in the room. Listen, this is where worship begins so the word of God can go forth. We're just going to worship a minute. Come on, let's release. Release. Give it to me. I need. Yes, God. Release, release, give it to me, God, I need a blessing right now, release, Woo, this is amazing, come on, release it to God, give it to God, if you need a blessing, you need to be freed from the shackles, from the bondage, from the things that have just held you down, not even just this week, throughout life. I need, I need, I need. Release, give it to me. I need, I need, I need, I need a blessing right now. Calling on you, Lord. Give it to me. I gotta warm up for these. Yes, God. Lord, I need. See, sometimes you might not make it into those church buildings. You need to. Get up. Go worship God. He says we're two or more are gathered. He is in the midst. Oh, Lord God. This song blessed me this week. Yes, God. To me. Hallelujah. He is liberating 
me. How many of you want to just be free? Somebody's out there like, oh, okay. (laughs) What is she talking about? You know, um, when I woke up this morning, the Lord gave me a word. He gave me this song earlier this week and it blessed me so. And it's been out for a while as John P. Keaton and it, and it blessed my heart. Um, if you're just tuning in, if you're just logging on, we don't even say tuning in anymore, but if you're just logging on, I'm Crystal Worthy with Worthy Chick Chat. It is the Sunday edition. Um, the Sunday edition, why a Sunday edition? Because God has called me to go further, 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 further operating in these gifts um, that he has given me. The church says bestowed upon me. <laughs> but listen, um, come on in the room. Not sure if this is going to be our living room. I don't know what room God is going to call this, but um this is just going to be a time of you may come in the room and we're just worshiping. We're just worshiping God and that God will have a word um, for us. Now, let me first get rid of the um, thoughts that are probably going through someone's head. Uh, Crystal Worthy does not want a church. So I am praying that this is the first step to a many of podcast <laughs> it may be a couple of live versions here or there but my god I don't know what the Lord is doing but I surrender to it um I surrender to whatever he is doing because he has called me okay he's called me to be able to give this word deliver this word um And not that I need to tell anybody, but just to, you know, put out a few disclaimers there. When you're called by God, nobody else needs to write your name down on a piece of paper and say, I've, you know, given the permission or ordination is good. Um, I would have loved to been ordained. It's been prophesied that I'm a apostle and a bunch of other stuff, but Um, unfortunately, you know, the ordinations never happened. And so there are a lot of people out here that are truly, truly, truly called by God to do something. And they feel that they have to have a sheet of paper. Well, guess what? If you look around in today's society and you see what's going on, we don't have much time. Um, I give honor today, um, to my, um, my, 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 my former Bishop and pastor, my current Bishop, um, Bishop. Um, oh my gosh, let me start. Where do I start? Where did all of this get, start getting poured into me? Um, Reverend Charles Adams, first and foremost, who baptized me, um, and poured into me at a very early age of life. Um, the, the phenomenal, uh, orator as, as, as many have called him, but he's just amazing and many prayers and many blessings to, um, um, pastor Adams, um, pastor Tim, Bishop Timothy Williams, new beginnings cathedral, um, where I first, where I got saved. That's where I got saved. Um, me and my daddy at the same time answered the call of God. Um, and then prophetess, evangelist, um, apostle Bridgie Stansberry. Um, my mother is still in Christ to this day. I love her. The, the, I, I went through spiritual boot camp. So, um, I don't know why the Lord has me telling you guys all of this, probably because it's the first podcast. And then my late, now late Bishop, um, my now late Bishop Ben Jabert, um, formerly of Detroit World Outreach uh, Ministries, who uh, went to be with the Lord um, probably a little bit over two years ago. And at that time, man, 
my life changed. Um, I, I'm so thankful for all that he poured into me. Um, and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here moving forward as my bishop left us with that word. Um, and then, man, let me tell you, if you've been to Atlanta, if you're from Atlanta, if you ever visit Atlanta, there is a radical ministry and it fits me so perfectly. It is radical. I mean, you go in there, you got on holy jeans, (laughs) t-shirts, you know, flip-flops somebody might have on gym shoes somebody might be in an easter suit somebody may be just wrapped in cloth but getting their praise on dream center of atlanta stand up with bishop william murphy um that church is on fire i i my prayer is that bishop william murphy plants a a church in the city of detroit because he's from the d what up though bishop 313 Um, But anyway, there is a move of God and the move of God has to start to happen right now. Release, release. It is time for the people of God to be released more than ever. Um, If you if you're not aware, open up your Bible, go to the book of Revelations, start to look at the things that were already written that would occur and the plagues that would come upon this earth. Um, We've got coronavirus and everything else going on. We don't have all the time people that we think we have. Now, the word of God says that no man should know the day or the hour. So I'm not here to say, oh, the world is about to end. All I'm about to say is, guess what? I have to be obedient and do what God has called me to do. So here I am. Here I am. Arms outstretched, right? Um, and excuse me, cause I'm a little nasally today, but I won't be before you long. I just really want to share and come to you with what God laid on my heart with why I woke up early this morning. Um, and my body is, it's so strange because, um, if some of you may know, some of you may not know, but, um, I was a worship leader for several years, but as of most recent, um, my previous home church, I was a worship leader for over five years. So my body is programmed to be up at 5 a.m. and preparing for mic check at 7 o'clock a.m. Um, at church to do two and possibly maybe three services. And so I, my body is programmed. It doesn't do that during the week. It's the most amazing thing. It doesn't do that during the week. But Saturday and Sunday, I'm up. So anyway, listen, um, I woke up this morning and... <laughs> the Lord had been telling me for some time to start Sunday podcast. I'm like, oh, that doesn't. Anyway, he didn't ask me all of that. He just said, start the Sunday podcast. So this morning I woke up and the Lord said, let people rock they demons. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, what? And he showed me a shirt which said rocking my demons. And, it, and he showed me someone just proudly rocking their demons and the Lord said that's what people are doing rocking their demons and I said oh my god Lord so what are you saying and so I started just really um thinking back on my silence the Lord showed me that he's had me silent for quite some time but mostly um he's had me silent I just went through a difficult um time period of my life personally where I um where I just lost one of my sisters and very best friends, and I was a part of her caregiving. Um, You can go back and listen to the previous podcast to get caught up in regards to that story. 
But during that time period, I had to focus on the fight. And while focusing on the fight, and even previously to that, just my own personal fight, I could not respond very much to the things that I would see that God would reveal to me. Um, and what he re- revealed to me and just people, people that I, I just, I didn't know that I would pass by, um, people that I had known for umpteen years, people that I, I, I love, um, even some family members and sometimes even in myself, all honesty, full disclosure. Okay. Um, but he showed me about some things, uh, that people think that they hide, <laughs> You hide nothing from God. Nothing is hidden from God. Um, But he just continued to show me about just different things. And I kept saying, Lord, what is that? Lord, did you see that? What is that? And this has been going on for some time. So just a disclaimer, please don't try to figure out who I'm talking about or what I'm talking about. There's so many people in particular. I could not possibly go down a list. Okay. And again, I had to see some faults in myself through this process. But the Lord started showing me that, you know, you out here rocking your sin, rocking your demons. And some are not even just sin anymore. It's just straight up demons, straight up legions. Okay. And they're so proud. They're prideful and they're bold and they're proud. And it's like, yep, this is what I do. This is what I do. Right. And whatever that is that you do. <laughs> but that's what God was showing me this morning was like, wow. And I, cause I said to him, you know, some of these people are my family members and my friends and people that I know. And, you know, the Lord has been showing me, I gave you time to speak to those things. That time is no more. Did you guys hear me? He said, I gave you time to speak to those things. That time is no more. Let them rock. They demons. Woo! I, I don't I don't know if y'all quite understand like what that really um interprets. God showed me, he said, the mothers of old, the grandparents, those that were wise, and they spoke. And what I now have started to understand is a lot of them spoke in parables. If they weren't cussing you out, because sometimes, you know, I had a grandma, she'd just flat out sit y'all, nah, 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 you know, and she would just go off. And so there was no parable. <laughs> you clearly knew what she meant. Um, but then a lot of times there were parables, there were lessons, there were things that, that were being said. And so the Lord showed me that. And he said, we don't have the big mamas like that anymore. And the grandparents and some people never had it, but we don't have that anymore. And so the Lord showed me that when he has deployed, because that's the word the Holy Spirit has just given me. But when the Lord has deployed certain people in your life, have it be friends or family that know the Lord, that can hear from the Lord, that pray, that seek the face of God. And I'm not talking about just your, your, your Sunday church folk. Yo, Sunday for real, I got dressed, I'm going to church, I'm going to sell some cookies, I'm going to bake some pies, I'm going to roll my eyes at everybody that come in this church door, and I got the nastiest spirit ever, and I'm going to come home and I'm going to cuss you out 12 times up and down and backwards, I'm going to get my drink on, I'm going to steal, I'm going to kill spirits, Oh, you know, he's not, that's not who we're talking about, God is talking about, you know what's real. 
And God has placed some real God-fearing, God-loving people in front of you. And not to say that he placed perfect people in front of you, but he showed me that he's put people around you and they have provided you with parables and provided you with enough insight to know that although you should know right from wrong, that he's placed them smack dab in your life, in front of you to be godly counsel, to be the person that you call and say, I I need you to pray. Can you pray for me to be the person that doesn't have to pray, but you just can be a beacon in light, a beacon of light in a time of darkness for you. And God, I believe that a lot of people especially if you know God, you know, not saying you live in a whole full-fledged righteous life, but that you just, you do know God and that you know God and that he has put people in front of you and you identify them as the godly people. They're not perfect, but those, yeah, that's my light. That's a light right there. That's right, right there. That's, that's uh, somebody I know that's praying for me. Somebody I know that's going to be there. That's, that's somebody I know God sent in my, my pathway. And so what God has been saying today is that he sent those people around you and those people like Jesus have been speaking in parables. Sometimes they don't speak in parables. They're very direct and very straightforward. Um, prime example, I've had, I've had a close friend came to me a while back and asked me about, um, asked me about, you know, I want to talk to Crystal. Because she going to tell me the truth. And it was a group discussion of married women, single women, you know, about cheating on your spouse. And, you know, the the urge that she had. And because because he'd have been so wrong, you know. Um, but anyway, and I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because if you turn your eye away from your marriage, even though he did that, God is already dealing with him. Ain't he dealing with him? Look at him. Look at him. He's dealing with them. But if you do that and you turn your eye away from this, then you turn your eye away from your whole family unit. You turn your eye away from your children and and your kids. And so sometimes you have somebody around that is direct. I thank God for my bold, direct people. And for my people that say, I done told her this about three, four times. Leave that nigga alone. (laughs) It's the truth. Um, But I'm, I'm just going to give her the parable. So let's go to the word of God. If you can go to Mark four, um, these are the scriptures that God uh, provided and, and gave me this morning. Um, and let's start at um, verse one. Again, Jesus began to teach beside the sea of Galilee and a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat, anchoring it a short distance out of the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was by the sea on the shore. And he taught them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, and I won't read the entire thing. If you have it before you, I can kind of paraphrase. But he said, listen, a sower went out to sow seed. And as he was sowing, some seed fell by the ground and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on the rocks where there was not much soil and immediately a plant sprang up because the soil had no depth. And when the sun came up, the plant was scorched and because it had no root, it dried up and withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns and thorns came up and and and, and, and cocked it and it yielded no grain and other seed fell into good soil 
And as the plants grew and increased the yield, they yielded a crop, a, a crop. <laughs> okay, Crystal. They yielded a crop and produced 30, 60, and 100 times as much as had been sown. And he said, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear and heed my words. Now, other versions say, and heed the word of God. So Jesus spoke in parables. He spoke in parables and basically was saying that if you have an ear to hear, then let then hear and heed the word of God. But what we do so many times is, and the scripture continues to talk about that. We hear it and then we don't hear it. Have you ever been that person? You heard it and then you didn't hear it. You heard it and it was like, oh yeah, hey, that's good. That's good. Yes. Hallelujah, pastor. Thank you, Jesus. All right now, what you say? What You, you know, all the different sayings that you people yell out in church. What? I heard you teach pastor, preach pastor. Well, you know, after they get done doing all that, they like, oh, okay. All right. And forget what was taught and forget what somebody was even talking about. They forgot. And so um, looking back at the scripture, verse 10, it says, and as soon as he was alone, it's always when you kind of get off by yourself. Those who were around him together with the 12 disciples began asking him about his interpretation. Um, and he said to them, the mystery of the kingdom of God has been given to you who have a teachable heart. Mm, that's so good. But those who are outside the unbelievers, the spiritually blind, get everything in parables. That's kind of a smack in the face <laughs> because I want somebody boldly to talk to me. I want to know direct. I'm a very direct person. Be bold. Don't talk to me in a parable like because then I'm thinking, okay, you had to give it to me softly. I don't want it softly. Give it to me straight. No chaser. I, I used to drink. I used to like I could drink. Well, that's a lie because guess what? When I was drinking, I couldn't drink. That's why I ended up drunk. Anyway, another story. So going back to the scripture, 12 says, so they that will continually look, but not see, and they will continually hear, but not understand. Otherwise they might turn from the rejection of the truth and be, and be forgiven. It's just amazing how Jesus even identified that. He was talking in parables and he was talking in parables to the people that he had to talk in parables to because they didn't believe and that they were spiritually blind, but that he was able to truly talk directly to those that understood. Don't you want someone to talk the truth directly to you? Or don't you want to understand the parables? Don't you want to be a, okay. So he was basically saying that if, if, if my seed laid right here, then this what this was not good. Right. But anyway, Jesus is so loving. He goes on and he gives an explanation and he says in verse 13, then he said to them, do you not understand this parable? <laughs> I love when I read that, you know, uh, when, when God is questioning, when Jesus is questioning, cause it's kind of like for real. Are you serious? That's what we would say now. Are you serious? You don't get this? You don't understand? What, what's wrong with you? Anyway, he says, how will you understand and grasp the meaning of all parables? The sower sows the word. 
of God, the good news regarding the way of salvation. Then he says, these are the ones along the road where the word is sown. But when they hear it, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. So a lot of times people, guess what? We got the word. That's where we are right now. We're in a society of not everyone know God knows God. Not everyone knows about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Not everyone knows, but you know, you know, a lot of us know, we know the word of God, but Satan, some kind of way immediately comes and takes away the word, which is already sown into us. Um, and so then he goes on to says in a similar way, the, the second group are the ones whom the seed was sown on rocky ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it. And with joy, those that's the church shouters, <laughs> but accepted only superficially. And they have no real root in themselves. So they endure only for a little while. Then when trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they are offended and displeased by being associated with Christ. Um, stumble and fall away. You hear that? So I'll allow you to put yourself in your own category. But there are so many people that they jump for joy. I'm going to church on Sunday. All right. I went to church. I went to the number one church in the city. That's my church. That's my church. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. Right. And so. They're like, okay, I'm going to church. I done clapped. I done sang a few songs. Let's get up out of here. I'm about to go eat. And then their week is the exact same as if they never heard the word of God, as if nothing pressed upon their hearts. That joy is no longer there. It's just like, whatever, I'm about to go drink, smoke, drink some lean, pop some pills, gamble, prostitute, strip, have a whole bunch of sex with a whole bunch of people. I'm going to cheat on my wife. I'm going to cheat on my husband. I'm going to beat my kids. You know, it's just like, okay, we, we're living in a world, people, where there's too many churches on these corners. Every corner, there is a church. There is a ministry. We're getting the word. We're getting the word, all of us. We are getting the word one way or another. You may have someone that's old that just starts to speak parables to you or share scripture you're getting it you cannot say that you're not receiving a word somewhere unless you are way 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 in the very first group okay but if you're in that second group and that third group you're not now here's here's the here's the next group and this is kind of where I had to place myself when I read it I said oh oh, ouch Jesus um he said in the other ones and I'm in verse 18 and the other ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns these are the ones who have heard the word but the worries and cares of the world the distractions of this age with its worldly pressures and the deceitfulness and false security or glamour or wealth or fame and the passionate desires for all of the other things creep in and choke out the word and it becomes unfruitful I found myself right there not all the time But I found myself of that is usually where the struggle comes in with me. You know, we live in a world where it's social media, it's 
fame and fortune and it's um you know the world of who's who what's what what car you drive where you live where you work um the 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 worries and the cares of the world we're you know dealing with the coronavirus and threats on the united states and oh my god the president and and his antics and all of these things and so i know many a people that become bogged down and depressed I thank be thanks be to God he has shown me he showed me a while back how to fight and push that stuff off so I've learned how to put up the full armor of God thank you Holy Spirit put on the full armor of God but I have these blockers to where even right now I have not watched the news the local news here in the city of Detroit in probably um, it's getting close to a year. Now I'm informed. I stay informed. I'm on my own social media, but I decided that I wasn't going to let that come into my spirit and drain me. Okay. Um, because I don't know if you're in the inner city area, even if you're in the United States, because I see that I have listeners that are out of the country and I'm so excited about it. But even if you are, Um, just, you know, in an area where there's usually a lot of violence. And so that's what the news reports and being in media, you know, it's about ratings. So they want to report what they think is going to get the attention. So if you found yourself in that last group, you are absolutely not alone. If you found yourself in the, the second group, you're absolutely not alone. And so, um, the thing is that don't we want to be fruitful? Don't we want to multiply? Don't we want to increase? Um, and, it, and it's just amazing how God had to say that he was talking in parables. So here's the thing. I'm going to go to um, the next um, the next chapter, which God had shown me in Mark 5. If you go with me to Mark 5. Um Basically, what the Lord was showing me this morning about the let folks rock their demons and how he has given us the word of God and how it has fallen so many times to deaf ears. And sometimes people don't want to take heed to the word. They don't want to understand the parable Um, for those that are acknowledging when, when you hear something that wait a minute, that's God. Wait, that's God. Mm, That's a good place to be. It's a good place to be when a friend talks to you and they say something to you and it hits your spirit and you say, okay, that's God. I don't know how she knew that. I don't know what she said, but I know that had to be God because I didn't tell her that. Um, That friend probably is definitely being used by the Holy Spirit, but maybe talking to you in parables. I think parables, Jesus used parables because they were so loving and it was gentle and it was just like, okay. Well, maybe if you take this and then you do this, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a mother that's nurturing. Well, if you decide that maybe you wanted to do this, then you could come over here and do this. Maybe if you sit at the table and finish eating your food, then the next step is that you can have something to drink after dinner. And then if you have that, then maybe you could have some dessert. Then that gives the child to the, the option to say, hmm, so the dessert is the goal, right? So let me figure out if I eat my dinner and I drink um, and I have my drink and then I'm done, then I can get some dessert. Okay, that, that child is starting to understand because of the gentle sound um, of the mother and of the parent. And I've heard children now, especially millennials, are saying that. 
oh, my mama was just harsh or rude or whatever, came off strong. I was a mom of a, I was a single mom of a, of a, of a son. And so raising him, I had to be a little tough. He got parables. Brandon, you got parables. Okay. You did get parables. He got parables, but sometimes you have to give it very direct because that's what can save your life. That's what can save your life. But that's the difference of being a child. Now you have adults who are like, I'm grown. I'm good. I'm grown. I don't need nobody. I don't, you don't tell me what to do. How you going to tell me what to do? Look at your life. Look at this. Look at that. How you go? How am I going to receive something from you? And this is why you have to know who God has chosen. But if you want a real answer, that's just like I told you, my friend boldly came to me. She didn't ask anybody else. And she said, matter of fact, at that table, I want to talk to Jesus. And I don't do don't do that because I'm not I'm not Jesus. And here's the kicker. We were sitting up in the nightclub. Don't tell me God won't use you. Right, right, right in the club. We're celebrating a friend's birthday. And she immediately darted to me. And she said that. And um, and I said, mm, OK, I gave it directly. I gave it. I gave it. She wanted the truth. And I gave her the flat out truth. I didn't sit and give a parable because why? Because the Bible says, just as, just as Jesus said, let he that has an ear to hear, mm-hmm, let him hear and heed my words. So if you really want to know the truth, ask it, you know, you out of order, you know, you've been out of order. You don't want to know the truth. So that's why people friends, family may just talk to you in parables because they're just, you know, being loving and loving on you. But here's the thing from what God told me today, time up, time up for them, from, for all of that conversation too, because you know what you do. I, I, I looked at something, um, and I'm going to go back to the scripture. I'm going to go to Mark five. Um, but there was a, um, something I saw on Facebook the other day. And it was, someone basically said if, let me see if I can find it. Um, Someone basically, you know, all these little quotes and stuff are always on Facebook. And you're like, yep, okay, right. Um, And someone basically was saying that, hang on, I'm almost there. Um, Where is it? It was talking about, ha, I found it. If I did something wrong, communicate. And then it goes on and says, if I hurt your feelings, make me aware of it. If I didn't listen well enough, tell me again in a way I understand it. If I'm insensitive to your needs, to your desires, or to your thoughts, tell me so I can consider them. However, don't ever hold an attitude with me because you haven't clearly expressed yourself. I am human, not a mind reader. That is a true statement, okay? But... Nine times out of 10, when you post something like that or you have to say something like that, and don't get me wrong, I'm a direct person. I don't like people to feel like I've, uh, here, here's my thing. If I've offended you, please come and talk to me about it because nine times out of 10, there may be something that we may have missed in this communication. Or if you know me well enough, if I said it, I'm gonna tell you I said it. If I did it, I'm gonna tell you I did it. And you know, it's, it's very, I'm very direct. But the thing is, most of the time, people know when they do stuff wrong. So you want me to call you, pick up the phone and tell you you did something wrong when you did it? 
when you did it, you know you did something wrong. When you did it, you know that there was um, some, some, some intent for maybe you to possibly, you know, sometimes people want to be in the limelight. And, and, and that's really a spirit of pride. So you did what you did, but now you feel like, oh, no, you just got caught doing what you did. You, you got caught. You got caught doing what you did. And so now you want someone to say, hey, I caught you. I caught you. Let's talk about it. So you can try to run more game on how, oh, well, I didn't know. And I really didn't understand if, if I had did that. And I didn't know you did know. You did know, but it's already done. You already did it. You've already reaped the benefits of doing it. And, you know, it's over with now. And now you want everyone to just be like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, miss me with all that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, going to Mark 5, let's talk about how that thing that's inside of you, how do you make those decisions to do what you do? You just going to do what you do and you're going to think nobody sees it. And you just keep doing what you're doing and you think nobody sees it. So Mark 5, chapter 1. They came to the other side of the sea. Now this, now Jesus has left the boat, okay? He's come to the other side of the sea. Um, well, actually, he's still in the boat. But he's come to the other side of the sea and to the region of Gethsemane's. When Jesus got out of the boat, immediately a man ran from the tombs with an unclean spirit. Unclean spirit met him and the man lived in those tombs and no one could bind him anymore. Not even the chains. So here's here's what I found funny about the scripture. He saw Jesus. and He ran right to Jesus. <laughs> he ran right to him. He was like, yeah. Hey, what's up? What up, though? What? Hey, how you doing? What's up? You, they can't ignore the light. They see it. Trust me. They see it. When the light is on you, the light of God is on you. They see it. But they come and they're going to run to you. So don't find it strange that, that people with unclean spirits try to get in your face. They try to trick you and make you. It's the funniest thing to me because it's like you looking at them and they looking at you clearly for who you are. But you looking at them and you see everything attached to them. If you carry the anointing and you see everything that's going on with them and they think that they're masking it in front of you. It's the it's the funniest thing to me. Sometimes I just wish I had a webcam on my shoulder connected to me, God, the Holy Ghost in my brain and what God is downpouring and giving me at the time when people are talking to me. It's absolutely amazing. But this unclean spirit runs up (laughs) to Jesus and he says, um, they talk about his the chains and how he had been bound. But let me skip down here to verse, um, let's see, verse six. Seeing Jesus from a distance, he ran up and bowed down before him. He even like gave him homage. You know, that's like walking in the hood somewhere. Um, I'm from Detroit, so <laughs> 313. We say what up, though. It's a greeting. Um, but it's like walking in the hood somewhere. And you're like, hey, what up, though? Hey, what's up? That's letting someone know in, you know, the, the, the urban area that, you know, you're cool. As the kids say, you with the, I'm not going to cuss on the podcast, but that's what they say. Um, but it was basically like, oh, man, how you doing? Hey, this is, oh, oh, I heard about you. You know how people do that. Heard about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to meet you. Nice. To-. So he paid homage to Jesus. He bowed down, which was just like, oh, wow. And um, and screaming with a loud voice, he said, 
What business do we have in common with each other? Jesus, son of the most high God. Oh my God. Did you hear that? He said, what business do we have in common with each other? Jesus, son of the most high God. Then goes on. I implore you by God, swear to me, do not torment me. (laughs) Oh my God. When I tell you nobody, but God could reveal this. So the people already know what they done did, how they done did it. They get in your face because they don't think you done did it. But they like, hey, you cool and all, but don't come bothering me with my mess. I'm over here in my sin with my demons rocking them out. I'm rocking my demons. Let me rock my demons and you go about your business. How many people do you like that? If, 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 you're, if, if, if there's a call in your life, you're Christian, you're saved. You know how it feels when we walk in a room with people. It's one or two things. Either they skirting off real quick or either they trying to feel like I ain't going to run. Let me front. Let me front. Let me get in front of her face real quick. Hey, girl, how you doing? Yeah. No one doggone well. They didn't slept with your ex-boyfriend that you ain't thought nothing else about. They, they have these things inside of them so let's get to these things so he basically says i implore you by god do not torment me for jesus it says verse 8 for jesus had been saying to him come out of the man you unclean spirit he was asking him what is your name my god that just that just empowered me and maybe that's what god wanted me even to see today is that it's either you're going to give them the parables. We're not going to give it. Or as God said, that's a, that's over with. Call them out. <laughs> Call them out. Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. My nieces and nephews will tell you, I do that all the time. With them. I lay hands, be like, get out. <laughs> get out of them. <laughs> My God, children, they'll tell you. I, you know, but... Jesus was so confident just to call out that spirit and then say, and what's your name? See, and when people get in my face and they act like, oh, they, they fronting and da, 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 da. They don't even understand sometimes the things that I've even, I've had to say to them. And they'd be like, oh, okay. But I haven't been like Jesus yet. I ain't called it out, out for real, but tis the season. So um, he says, what is your name? The man replied, my name is Legion, for we are many. And then he began begging him repeatedly not to send them out of the region. Wow. Some people don't want to be delivered, people. It's sad. It's hurtful, especially when you love them. But some people don't want to be delivered. God can place somebody in your life smack dab in your face. And yet, and they don't want to be delivered. And that's, you know, you kind of, I, I remember when. And so I, I won't act like I, I ain't been there. I remember when. I remember when coming home from college. I remember when going to hang out and get drunk with my friends. I remember my grandmother calling me crack of dawn, six in the morning. What'd you do last night? Where are you going today? Oh, no, you're not. You're not going out tonight. Now I'm fully grown in my own house. You're not going out tonight. You went out last night. I remember my aunt calling me and saying, 
hey crystal guess what you raising that son of yours and you can you can't go out honey and i was out of college working out you can't go out honey monday wednesday thursday thursday night you at this chuck's tuesday night you at floods another night you hear no 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 you can't raise a child and go out you gonna pick you a night is what she told me <laughs> you gonna pick you one night you gonna have some fun and you come back okay so i understand when i would avoid them at times and say i'm not about to answer a phone call i just was doing what i was wanting to do i'm not gonna talk to them right now let me uh, Oh my God, my grandmother just came over to the house. Let me skirt up off of here. Because she'd have a look and she'd look at you. Just sit there and look at you. I feel like Kevin Hart. She'd just look at you. Just look at you. You'd be like, what? yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, nothing. I didn't say nothing. And she had a way of talking to parables. This is the same cousin grandma. She had a way of talking to parables. She did. And she'd cut you out. So she probably just didn't know how to be like Jesus and say, come on out of her. Come on out. Right now, come out in the name of Jesus, your unclean spirit. I seen that spirit last night and what she was doing because she would look at me and it would be horrible. <laughs> I saw what you was doing. Oh, grandma, please. But anyway, um, and, 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 and then, yeah, she probably, she, instead of Jesus would say, what is your name? She'd give you a name, okay? She'd be like, come on, look, look. Uh, Angie, Tr- uh, Trisha, whatever, whatever. She'd call you about five different names. And see, now that's funny. That hit my spirit. I never realized, like, why is she calling me all these different names? Like, she don't know my name. Why is she calling? She, it was a family thing. You know, she'd go down a family list. But still, she would call out all these names before she got to my name. Um, and by the time she called my name, I would be convicted. Yes, yes, yes. But here's the thing. People do not want you calling out their demons. So the Lord said to me this morning, let them rock their demons. Maybe in the next podcast, I'll have a deeper revelation. But he said, let them rock their demons. You don't have to speak to them. I've given you so much time to speak to them. I've given you so much time. And I have. I was speaking in parables. There have been times I've had to call something out especially when they ask anyone to know the truth. But God said, Mm-mm, this morning, let them rock their demons. So now I guess we're in a place where people have to want to know the truth. And, you know, be like Jesus. Come out! <laughs> Release! Release! Woo! I need a blessing right now. Release! That's what the song said when we were just listening. Release. Mm, mm, mm. Release. Father God, I thank you. I praise you. I didn't even start the podcast this way. Uh, Correct me, Lord. Correct me, Lord. I know better. I learn better. But Father God, I thank you and I praise you for this word, Lord God. I praise you, God, for the word of release. May your people be released, God. May they be unchained, God. May they be, oh my God, Lord God, just released from their mindset. Released from the heart issues, God. From the things that hurt them in the past, Lord God. Released for adding damage to their bodies, Lord God. Through drugs and drinking, God. Through 
oh my God, through through even sex, Lord God, with count, with unlimitless partners, Lord God, Father God, oh God, just release God, release us all, God, from any temptations, God, deliver us, oh God, release God, release God, oh Father God, I ask God that you dispatch, Father God, your people, God, to go boldly, God, and to, to command release over the people of God. I command, oh my God, mm, mm, mm. God, allow us to be strengthened, God. Call us out by name, just as you called me this morning, telling me to get onto this podcast, Lord God. Father God, may you may we hear your voice like never before in this season, Father God. Father God, may you talk to us, Lord God, and, and tell us, Father God, to go forth and to call, mm, 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 to declare that it comes out in Jesus' name, that our people are released, God, that you allow us, Father God, to give the truth when they come to us, God, that when they ask us for the truth, that we're bold, that we give them the truth, Lord God. Father God, and that we just go forth and declaring their release, release from drugs, Father God, release from alcohol, Lord God, release from sexual sin and fornication, God, and oh my God, mm, mm, mm. Deliver us, God. Deliver us, God. Mm, God. Deliver us, oh God. Deliver us, oh God. Us, oh God. Us, oh God. Us, oh God. Father God, may I, may I be even more delivered, God, so that I can help others get delivered, God. Deliver us, oh God. Release, oh God. Father God, may we have the ear to hear, oh God, what you are saying in this season like never before. Father God, may we have the discernment, Father God, to understand when someone has given us a parable to ask for the bona fide truth, God, even when we don't want to hear it, even when our flesh cringes, God. Father God, may your people dry nigh unto you. Oh, God, may they just find, just find their way into your presence, God. May they press into your presence like never before, oh, God. Father God, many won't go. They, they're not going into the church building, Lord God. Meet them right where they're at, God. May somebody be met at the bus stop, Lord God, on this week. May somebody be met in their office on this week, Lord God. May someone encounter an angel on the elevator, Lord God. May someone meet an angel, Father God, or the servant for you, Lord God, giving the truth, Lord God, in the doctor's office, Lord God. Cancer be, be, be destroyed by the name of Jesus. Release. Igarabaru shata. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, my God, release us, oh God, from hurt, harm, and danger. Release us, oh God. Father God, release the spirit of pride, oh God. May pride be broken, God, this week, God, on families, Lord God, so that they can see that they are in need of one another. Not, I got this, I know how to do this, I got this. Oh no, I don't need to, oh, I didn't know I offended you. Yes, you did. Release God. Remove the mask, God. Have us to call out the legions name by name, oh God. Come out. Oh God, I thank you, God. I thank you for this word, God. May you just add more understanding to us, Lord God, on your word and what it means, Lord God, 
calling us forth, God, as believers, not the unbelievers, the unbelievers that get the parables, the believers that get the truth, the believers, Lord God, that can call out unclean spirits, that can drive them out, Lord God. They better say that can drive them out, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, I thank you, God. I thank you for this word. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Thank you, God, for all that you have done. Mm, I thank you, oh God. Deliver us, God. Deliver us, oh God. Deliver us, oh God. Woo! My God. May that be a blessing to your hearing today. May the words and the prayer be covered by the blood of Jesus. May this word not fall on deaf ears. May it not fall on deaf ears. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Most of us don't know what we're doing, but we're doing it. And if we're not doing it right, mm, we need to ask for the truth. Lord God, show us the truth. Bring us truth, God. Not bring us, don't bring us pride and judgmental spirits, God. Bring us loving hearts, oh God. Loving hearts, God, that can bring forth correction like Jesus. Mm. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Oh God. We just want to be delivered. Just want to be what set you're free. About to see may be difficult to watch. We just it's want to be set free, Lord God. On tape. Set free, Lord God. <laughs> Sorry for the advertisement. <laughs> oh God, we just want to be set free. Deliver. Ask God to deliver you today. Don't worry about who's giving you this word today. Don't worry about uh, who I am. God going to deliver me from my own stuff because I'm not perfect either. But we all have a goal to get into those gates. We all need deliverance. Release, oh God. You may not have a whole, you may not have 20 legions. You may not have 20 names. You just might have that one alter ego. That, that one name that just need to be called out. God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Come on, Leandra. See you next week, Sunday edition. 
Worthy Chick Chat.